Hey guys, it's Kat and we're here with Hashtag Marketing Probs. I was just at Advertising Week in New York and I caught up with LinkedIn's Marketing Solutions resident millennial, Alex Wren. And we're basically giving our thoughts on Advertising Week. We're talking how to get the job of your dreams and what we both look for in hiring somebody new to our team. So take a look and let me know what you think. Hey guys, this is Kat and we're here with Hashtag Marketing Probs. I've got Alex here from LinkedIn. Is it Rin or Rin? Yes, it's Rin. Rin. Thanks for asking. Yes. Alex Rin from LinkedIn. And we did the Millennial Playbook webinar a few weeks ago, which hopefully some of you guys were at. Um, and we're at Advertising Week. Ooh. And it's been fun. What, uh, what's been like your favorite thing? <clears throat> I think that uh, the LinkedIn B2B forum, I'm a little biased, but that was really <laughs> awesome. Um, we talked a lot about like the future of B2B and where it's headed and like this new um, consumer experience, you know, with, with companies like Netflix and uh, Amazon, like our, our tolerance levels for um, non-personalization non -personalization is uh, very low. Like, you know, products that don't quite work well, like we just are not having it. Um, so that was interesting. Um, and I think that one of the main takeaways uh, from the conference in general about like creating personalized experiences is that you need to A-B test everything. Yeah. Um, absolutely everything. Like no email should go out without uh, a subject line that's um, A-B a -B testing, even just like the name, the, the name of an ebook. You can A-B te test on LinkedIn with direct sponsored content, which we do. And um, it might be a little bit more costly to create two sets of, of creative assets. Mm -hmm. And that's a large bundle of assets across all of your social channels. But I think uh, in the end, it's more valuable because you're figuring out what resonates with your audience and you can make your marketing better and better as you go. Yeah. So how, like, what are some ways either that you've learned or that you're trying out to create these experiences online, right? Like, like the A-B testing I get. But, I mean, do you think content is an experience and can be an experience? Yeah, for sure. I was in a session today that talked about how um, ads are ads are content. And, right. like, you should be, um, hopefully, if you're doing it right as a brand, like, consumers are just as excited as viewing your ad as they are, you know, a piece of, like, quote-unquote content that they would consume otherwise. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that you should be excited about your content. And I think... Um, that yeah the more like the more as I said the more testing that you do and um, then you can just like learn more about your audience do more audience analysis um, yeah yeah we were just talking about LinkedIn <laughs> and publishing on LinkedIn right oh yes yes because it's like a big thing that like you advocate for and that I advocate for um, and I was asking Alex if she has any hacks, like hacks to promote your stuff on LinkedIn, to get it to the right people. And she doesn't really have hacks, but she does have like some tips, right? Yeah. So, um, Dan Roth, our executive editor of LinkedIn was at, um, Ad Week, the B2B forum that happened on Tuesday. And, um, he was talking about how the truth hurts and the truth is that people want to hear from people, not necessarily brands all the time. Um, and at, you know, as a millennial group, uh, we tend to trust 
our peers' opinions over companies. You know, companies right. are kind of can be hard to trust sometimes because we non-marketing is the only marketing that we know, and we can smell someone being phony or trying to sell to us from a mile away. So, um, so he was talking about that, and he was talking about how publishers have gained um, two to three times the exposure that uh, they have in, um, this year in comparison to past years, um, just because of. Uh, LinkedIn becoming a major publishing pl platform. So um, I don't have any like hacks per se, but um, if you if you write your your piece and then you tweet it LinkedIn Pulse um, and you know with the appropriate hashtags, they're probably likely to pick it up. And um, I recommend a length of like three to six paragraphs so that you can get your point across. Um, and then making sure that at LinkedIn Marketing Solutions we say visual is a new headline. So making sure that your image matches the messaging mm. um, and then um, saying what you're going to be talking about at least within the first paragraph uh, i i know i wouldn't read through something um that didn't tell me like what i'm going to be spending my next five oh to ten God. minutes on yeah so uh yeah just letting them know what they're going to learn when they read your stuff i think that's a big one i feel like there are a lot of really great um article titles that I'll click on on LinkedIn, you know, just like for my connections, the stuff that they're publishing. But then, yeah, it's like, if I don't know what this story is about in the first minute, I don't know if I want to keep reading it or not, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that's really good. And I think that's something people forget, even though it's like the basic step in writing paragraphs. Yeah, and even writing like on any social channel, like Twitter or LinkedIn, like, it's like, what's in it for the marketer? What's in it for them to click? Like, I always right. think that. And I always, like, when I'm posting something across our channels, I'm like, would I click this? Like, is this interesting to me? And if it's not, then I go back to the drawing board and figure out what I'm going to say. Yeah. You publish, a, like, a good amount, right? Yeah. I mean, I try to publish at least once a month. Nice. Some of it is syndicated from our blog. Nice. Um, but, yeah, some of it's just original content from, like, going to conferences like this and coming back and being all fired up about something. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, just before you got here, I was, like, looking through the marketing props questions that I, um, have been getting, and one girl, Caitlin, had recently, um, she recently submitted a question. It wasn't really a question. It was just, like, her biggest challenge is consistency. Like, what do you do to keep your consistency? I mean do you publish on the same day every month or put it in your calendar or anything? No. Has that ever been a problem for you? No, and like, I don't know if that's even the right way to go about it because it needs to be organic, like it needs to be authentic, it needs to be coming from a place of like passion, you know, like you're excited about something and you feel compelled to write about it. Like, if you keep yourself to a schedule, like it might work for you systematically, but it's like, for me, the content that has done the best and been the most viral is the one that just like comes from a genuine place of like excitement and like passion and like I, I went to a conference or like my mentor at the time was leaving the company and so I wrote a post about that and that was another one that did well. So I don't know if you can like plan these things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. You can plan it. <laughs> That's cool. That's good to know. I mean, Jason, so you're on Jason Miller's team at LinkedIn. And I reference him a lot because he's a big hero of mine. Um, he's like I've always heard him say you should write every day. When he was working more closely in your with you in your office, yeah, is that something that he tried to encourage the whole team to do, or is that something yeah. you're in the habit of doing? Well, he's superhuman, first right. of all, of course. and he doesn't sleep. <laughs> um, so I don't know how he does what he does, but yeah, he like he. 
he has in his phone like his like notes of ideas mm. and he like whatever you know time of the day he wakes up in the morning or it's like late at night he like writes down his like ideas of like a blog post or whatever yeah um and I definitely think I mean he did instill in us that it's important to write because it's a muscle right and mm. like you lose it if you if you don't do it often enough like yeah. if you're outsourcing everything then you're not really like thinking like writing is thinking to me and like clear writing is an indication of clear thinking and so like I, I definitely think it's important to to spend time set aside time to write yeah especially if you feel inspired and if there's an idea that that you want to write about and um he thinks that everyone at LinkedIn to establish your personal brand you need to take like a point of view on something like what's your thing yeah like, what's the thing that you want to talk about what's the thing that you're passionate about what's the thing that you're going to like put out a post about that's going to be like you know not offensive but like questionable to some people right so. do you try and do that do you try to like ruffle feathers I mean I don't try to especially <laughs> at LinkedIn like right um but at the same time like I think LinkedIn marketing solutions out of like the three business lines like we're the one that's kind of like pushing the boundaries right a little bit uh on like what uh creative from LinkedIn can look like yeah and like what LinkedIn should be saying um so yeah yeah that's pretty cool it is a muscle I love what you just said like clear writing is clear thinking yeah I mean I think the word clear no no yeah better. clear well clear writing is an indication, indication. of clear thinking yes of clear me. thinking yeah. yeah I think that's like a brilliant quote Thanks. we'll put your face on <laughs> the image and we'll Instagram it and then we'll uh, Thank you. put that quote um that's really cool yeah I, that's that's something I've started doing recently too because it's like when I live in this freaking crazy city and it's like I never have time to sit down at my computer and write and so I've like downloaded all the Google apps on my phone so I've got like Google Drive, Google Docs, I've got my notes and I'm always, I look like I'm probably typing an angry text message to somebody <laughs> on the subway but I'm actually just trying to write a blog or something um, and I'm always on my phone which is interesting because we were talking about how this week at Advertising Week Mobile has been like a huge topic of discussion. Yes, it has. Yeah, which I don't know. I don't think it's like that big a deal, but I do think our lives are getting more mobile. Yeah, I mean, there was a quote. There was something I went to a session and they said basically that like eighty percent of content in the future will be like for mobile um, because I mean you need to be where your consumer is, right? And like yeah. we're always on our phones. Everyone has one. Like we're always on it. We spend apparently, according to a session today, ninety-five minutes a day texting. So we're on our phones a lot. Um, I get that that it's important, and I think that uh, in terms of like video, brands are still trying to nail how to do that on mobile. Yeah. And like how to like gain attention. Um, but I feel like mobile's been around for a while. Like, we all know it's important. We all know responsive design is important. We all know that your message needs to look good on small screens. Like, that's something new. Yeah, right. So. Exactly. You guys have a really cool Instagram channel, Marketing Solutions. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Super cool. <laughs> no, it is cool. You guys are doing, like, fun things. If anybody's been watching Indispensable Seconds, right? Yes. It's a, it's a it's a rapid, quick report for marketers in 40 seconds or less about what's what, what you need to know. Which is super awesome. And you guys always have like just cool quotes and stats and things like that. Even the LinkedIn brand channel has gotten 
they've been spicing it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, they have been. Yeah. Like we've we've started these kind of like brand sparks where we just want people to know like what LinkedIn's purpose is. Yeah. Like I think that's been lost sometimes. Yeah. Um and like my job is I think most people think of LinkedIn as like a place to like get, get a job or update your profile, but it's so much more than that. Like I was in a session um, the other day or a webinar the other day and someone was asking me like how companies make money on LinkedIn and I was like LinkedIn welcome to LinkedIn marketing solutions yeah. like we have everything that you need as a marketer to reach your, reach your target audience on LinkedIn um, so yeah part of my job is, is that brand awareness right it's really cool I wasn't planning on asking you this but I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> so I think that a lot of my viewership um, and like the people I know and friends are people who are building their careers, right? Like we are. And I bet a lot of people would be, I mean, you have a pretty awesome job. And I bet a lot of people would be curious to know like how you got there, how you got LinkedIn and you know. Yeah, um, it's not, it's, it's a LinkedIn success story, to be honest, um, because I applied via LinkedIn. Oh, wow. And I didn't have any contacts, like I didn't like know anyone there, and I just, my roommate at the time knew that I was looking for a new job, because I was miserable at this startup, <laughs> and um, so yeah, she like sent me the link, and I applied, and um, I went in for an interview, and I didn't get it. Yeah. Because uh, my experience didn't align like exactly with the rules, but they were like, you know, we'll keep your your resume on file. Like everyone really liked you, but we just went with someone who was like more experienced. I'm like, okay, like no worries. And then about like three or four months later, um, a recruiter contacted me and was like, you know, someone passed along your resume for this role. It seems like it'd be better suited for your skills. Nice. And yeah, I went in and had an interview and. And the rest is history. Actually, Jason Miller was on vacation in Hawaii at the time, so he didn't even get to meet me. Oh my god! He just trusted the team. He's like, sure, like if you say she's good, I'm sure it's fine. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. So there's no like, you know, you didn't do anything super special to like stand out <laughs> that you know. That I know of. I mean, I think like LinkedIn does a really good job of picking people that um, are like a good culture fit. Mm. Um, so. And just the fact that I like got along with everyone and and like I already had a background in like software development and social media marketing and right. so I think like they just figured you know like we like this person she seems smart enough like we can just teach her everything else yeah which is how I feel when I'm hiring someone like they don't have to be like from Facebook or Google like I don't I don't care what school they went to it's more about right. the person it's about like if they're passionate and if they seem like a go-getter like there's so many resources at LinkedIn that you can become whatever you want to become if you just like if you want it yeah I think that's something that's really cool and that's something I like to like kind of preach too because I never saw myself like sitting here or doing any of these things I don't really like video like being on camera all the time but I mean you know you do things to like share your experience and to learn also from other people more right and this is a way um to do that and to help other people learn and yeah I totally think that like don't limit yourself because you went to like random yeah or, or like don't think that you're not you know qualified for a job you can apply for a job I applied for all kinds of jobs and like they would people would reach out and be like well you're not right for that role because it's you know five plus years experience and you have one 
but like, you know, you might be right for this role. So right. I don't think you should ever, you know, be discouraged just because it seems like over your head. Yeah. And I think even now, like you said, you hire people now and I assess people for hire all the time. And I think like the biggest thing that stands out to me is the willingness to learn. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody is just pumped to be there and wants to like get their hands dirty and like learn everything they possibly can then there's no way that there's very few ways that could like backfire you know yeah and I think once you're in a role like if you start acting in ways that are even like above your role without people asking you like it just shows that like you deserve that next step yeah you know like I started LinkedIn and I started writing blog posts when no one was asking me to and I was just like well I hope this will get approved like (laughs) I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna put this here like you read it whenever you want but like that's um that's part of it like if you want it so bad and you're so passionate about it that you're just like you act like you're like above the role that you are not in a bad way but you're just like passionate then I think people see you in that light and then like you will become whatever you want to become yeah no I think that's so good another Great quote. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Okay, so I have to plan on asking you this either, but I'm oh gonna boy. do it. I'm super nervous. <laughs> Don't be. Um, are there any like hashtag marketing frogs that you're having right now? Having any marketing frogs? I don't know. So we're testing a lot right now with like our pre-launch strategy because we've always had like, okay, you launch and then, um, and that's the beginning, right? And then you start slicing and dicing and you like, you know, you make infographics and webinars and slide shares and, you know, whatever else and like videos and you like make this piece of content live for like quarters on end to fuel your demand generation goals. And like we've done, been doing that, like that's like part of our strategy forever. But what we've been doing recently is trying to think about what we can do like pre-launch strategy. So it's like, coming soon images and like a coming soon landing page and even like I for my most recent ebook we um, created a slide share that's just like a snippet like one pair one uh one chapter to like see if it'll entice people and I wanted to do like an a b test on the landing page to see like if the if the you know one preview chapter will make people like you know, more likely to download. Yeah. But we decided that we would first test it on email. So we're, te- we're testing on email right now. Um, and I, the results are kind of inconclusive, but they almost seem like the same. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what to do about that. And then also, uh, we recently did an A-B test where uh, we every time we launch a new book, there's an email that goes out, right? And, like, it's probably, like... A paragraph of text we keep it super short but we did an a b test recently where it was like the text versus like just like it a cool image like mm-hmm. it, like the cover of the ebook or whatever with like a maybe one sentence and like a big cta button and they perform the same interesting and so to me that says like why are we wasting all our time like writing all this copy yeah that no one wants to read and like i think that we need to think about like what would i like you know like we are the people we're marketing to and like i think oftentimes we get caught up in and we think about like the traditional terms of marketing rather than like what what you would actually engage with right and so I think uh, we'll probably move towards more of like an image based email strategy moving forward awesome yeah that's really cool to know and that's so true I feel like yeah, there's so many things that we do that are unnecessary almost, right? Yeah. And it's like we like just we, do them because... Yeah, we think that they're effective. We think yeah. we need to do them. Or like that's just the way that it's done, you know? And yeah. it's like it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree. 
Thanks for talking to us. Thanks and for having me. Sharing your hashtag marketing prob. People can catch up with you on at the Millennial Minute. Yes, on the Millennial Minute on the LinkedIn Marketing Solutions blog. On Twitter, my handle is A-M-R-Y-N-N-I-E. Or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Awesome. So thanks again. Super exciting to be here in New York with Alex. Yay. Finally, we have like phone dates all the time, but we never have real dates. So this is super it's great. It's official now. It's official. Um, okay, this is hashtag marketing probs. Everybody's got them, so let's get them solved. The first place to start with that is really thinking about why. Why mean, the first place to start with that is really thinking about why. What is the purpose behind it? It's about being authentic and it's about sharing, you know, what you're doing in your day to day.